The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and moral language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So I'm going to dub this an explanation episode. <laughs> um, I thought it was a linear notes episode, but anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, let me quickly explain this. Um, I mentioned on the blog that, last, that when we attempted to tape the, the original version of episode 21, that it was pretty much a train wreck because of a whole load of technical problems. Let me list them as best I could. One, um, we tried to actually get speakers to work properly in this. In the um, in the room, and we got some pretty bad speakers that kept feedbacking, and because of that, we ended up messing with the board to the point where you couldn't pick up anything. And two, we positioned ourselves so that we could easily be distracted, and that was a big mistake because we always do this. Like when, whenever whenever we say four around the table, there are actually four around the table, nothing else. Um, and you know, uh, and the audience that was in here. What, what little audience we had. We tried to get speakers for a non-existent audience, but whatever little audience was in here, they went out of their way to nicely distract us and pretty did a good job, and for the most part, did a great job of it. I blame the ninjas. Yeah, I blame the ninjas too. Um, but hey, Norm came to save the, the day. No, Norm came to save the, save the day. That, well, Do we still me, have that part? Uh, yes, and we're going we're gonna to put that on here. Oh, uh, great. And three, um, James's mic was turned around pointing the other way. Uh, so that basically... Um, through trashed everything we basically everything here was uh, the original just about all of episode 20, 20 um, 21 was a write off <laughs> except for the very last segment when norm came out came out and uh, came to visit us we had all the mics corrected and he sat in for the last segment and we said some really nice stuff so stay tuned folks because um, at the very end of this little discussion um, we're gonna we're gonna play what would have been final insults in the regular episode, but in any event, this is a not really a digest episode, but not really a regular episode. This is um, episode twenty one, version two. So the episode that never was the episode that should have been. Um, going qu- just quickly around the table, uh, Mohammed Shamarki, um, James Austin, and Angela Jordan are once again back. They were the original cast for 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 the for the show. I'm Mike Nicholas. Um, oh, one little thing before we act, since I, since I now just explained that, um, one little thing we should also continue, uh, mention, this is actually being taped after we've just taped episode 22. And if you listen to episode 22, and we're going to put them in, in that order, episode 22 first, before we could come back to episode 21. We, um, talked a little, um, Dean Kolak, uh, just placed some thoughtful criticism concerning Anime North, and... You know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a burn, it, it's not a flame. He actually, you know, tried, and yeah, he's in, and he's certainly entitled to how he feels. Mm-hmm. But when a, when somebody um, in the audience brought this up at the very end of the episode, and that's the fact that in order to be this way, in order to like this, in terms of the guest criticism, in order to be um, to get sometimes get great guests, to get A-list Japanese guests. You sometimes have to. That would probably be mean selling yourself a little bit more corporate-wise. See, an anime sort of does that, and they get great guests. Anime North was founded as a fan-run convention, and they and it is something that they steadfastly hold. They steadfastly held for the, all these ten years, 
And but what the audience member pointed out, and it's Vince, and by the way, it's Vince, who's usually um, one, of, uh, one of Neil's posse. He, uh, he, uh, and he's usually, with, uh, usually around, w- watches all these shows. Anime North is a fan-run convention, and they, and, you know, they don't want to be uh, a corporate convention. And I think that's actually a, 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 that the stance that they've usually taken is they don't want to get too corporate. And I know we got into a discussion of this as um, sometime about uh, about Anime North's ballooning size, right? Yeah. So, I mean, give a thought. If the fans don't really, if they keep our going up, it's because we're doing something right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And yes, you should take a look at the guests, but we'll have to wait till next year before we give final judgment on that. Hopefully, something can come of it. Mm-hmm. They have companies coming to the convention, so it's only a matter of getting them at the right time and seeing if they can help in attaining a guest and how that would be worked. Yeah. So, but for what it's worth, um, as tiring as the weekend has been, been it's still been, like, I've, been, I, I've had a, quite a lot of fun doing it. Uh, even, even with the frustration. Been a wild, a wild ride, right? And especially the wild <laughs> ride that was Friday night doing, the, doing um, the original version of episode 21 here. Yes, but um, are we going to go over the topics for what we're going to discuss? No, no. Um, I only want to go with one topic, and because we brought it up, it was quite a topic when we brought it up last uh, last night. Well, to those of you who were in the audience, um, we talked a lot at length about, and I'm not going with script this time. We talked a lot at length about um, manga rentals and manga cafes, but we focused a lot more on the manga cafe side of it, especially since it had started to come out. That, um, and we'll put the links to this. Uh, that a good chunk of them seem to house a lot of a, a good amount of you of homeless youth. Probably because of um, probably because of you know, a lot of them attribute this to um, the known high cost of living in Japan, and then on top of that, um, the low paying way low paying entry level wages. In terms of in terms of work, because of uh, when you combine those two factors, they can't afford, you know, real a good home. They can't afford an apartment. Kind of so. wonders where they're going when you think of it that way. But to say the least, we went on the one tangent. Remember, Mike, saying that it just wouldn't happen in North America. Yeah, like we were we were wondering about it because we wondered about it always in North America, right? Because you, as we were saying, there's a certain authority that if even in a club district, for example, in a North American city. There are certain standards that have to be followed, and if those standards, if it gets like really deteriorated, like people vomiting on the streets or something like that, they start clamping down like that. Yeah. So there's a real watchful eye on what's going on in certain places, and I'm sure in Japan that's happening as well. It's just now they're taking a look, a closer look at the very least, at these manga cafes. I'm not sure what this article is going to have an effect on certain people in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have any other thoughts going around? Mohammed, Angela. Well, it's worth mentioning that uh, you can stay at a manga cafe overnight for around uh, fifteen dollars Canadian in Japan. Yeah, roughly. Roughly that. So, uh, for a young person who's out of luck, out of work, can't go home, it is it, whether or not they have an interest in manga, it is the place to go, just to sleep. So, so you, get that, you get something like that. I mean, the thing is, what well, well, bringing it all up, it's about control. The, uh, well, how much controls do you see in, you know? There aren't many controls in, um, maybe not in Japan, I don't know. The thing is, you're right, our, our, the controls here just wouldn't allow for such a thing to, 
to happen. No, not that's, too many not, that's not to say there aren't controls in Japan. What I was saying was it'll be intriguing to see where it goes from this article. Oh, yeah, but what there's next? many, but I'm not sure that's going to happen because there are many other pressing concerns in Japanese politics that other people are dealing with right now that just aren't going to make this a top priority. Yeah. It's like many other things. Mm-hmm. And with the homeless situation in Japan in general, it's a much bigger situation. It's not just kids in manga cafes, it's whole communities of people. Like, I saw them when I was in Japan. Just endless communities of little blue tents with people living by the river. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, stretching on sad, and on and on. Which is kind of... And you saw this in Japan, right? Yeah. Oh, it was depressing. Yeah, that was kind of rough. Mohammed, hey, uh, Give us a thought, at least. I mean, there's not much I can really say about this. I mean, uh, obviously it's depressing and they're in a horrible situation. I mean, with the uh, what's going on over there. But I mean, from a North American's point of view, I mean, from us here in North America, it's pick any other country anywhere else. I mean, there's tons of horrible things happening in the world, but we look at it and say, oh, that's a shame. We should be doing something. Then we go back to our daily lives. We look at Japan, the homeless situation. Oh, we should be doing something. It's not up to us, though. Exactly. The one thing, though, I wonder on is then you go into the thing when you say how much is working... The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and moral language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So I'm going to dub this an explanation episode. <laughs> Um, I thought it was a linear notes episode, but anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, let me quickly explain this. Um, I mentioned on the blog that last that when we attempted to tape the, the original version of episode 21, that it was pretty much a train wreck because of a whole load of technical problems. Let me list them as best I could. One, um, we tried to actually get speakers to work properly in this. In the um, in the room, and we got some pretty bad speakers that kept feedbacking, and because of that, we ended up messing with the board to the point where you couldn't pick up anything. And two, we positioned ourselves so that we could easily be distracted, and that was a big mistake because we always do this. Like when, whenever whenever we say four around the table, there are actually four around the table, nothing else. Um, and you know, uh, and the audience that was in here. What, what little audience we had. We tried to get speakers for a non-existent audience, but whatever little audience was in here, they went out of their way to nicely distract us and pretty did a good jo- and for the most part, did a great job of it. I blame the ninjas. Yeah, I blame the ninjas too. Um, but hey, Norm came to save the, the day. No, Norm came to save the, save the day. That, well, Do we still me, have that part? Uh, yes, and we're going we're gonna to put that on here. Oh, uh, great. And three, um, James's mic was turned around pointing the other way. Uh, so that basically... Um, through trashed everything. We basically everything here was uh, the original. Just about all of episode 20, 20, um, 21 was a write off, <laughs> except for the very last segment when Norm came out came out and uh, came to visit us. We had all the mics corrected, and he sat in for the last segment, and we said some really nice stuff. So stay tuned, folks, because um, at the very end of this little discussion. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play what would have been final insults in the regular episode, but in any event, this is a not really a digest episode, but not really a regular episode. This is um, episode twenty one, version two. So the episode that never was the episode that should have been. Um, going qu- just quickly around the table, uh, Mohammed Shamarki, 
Um, James Austin and Angela Jordan are once again back. They were the original cast for, 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 the, for the show. I'm Mike Nicholas. Um, oh, one little thing before we act, since I, since I now just explained that, um, one little thing we should also continue, uh, mention. This is actually being taped after we've just taped episode 22. And if you listen to episode 22, and we're going to put them in, in that order, episode 22 first, before we come back to episode 21. We, um, talked a li- um, Dean Kolak, uh, just placed some thoughtful criticism concerning Anime North. And, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a burn, it, it's not a flame. He actually, you know, tried, and yeah, he's in, and he's certainly entitled to how he feels. Mm-hmm. But when a, when somebody um, in the audience brought this up at the very end of the episode, and that's the fact that in order to be this way, in order to like this, in terms of the guest criticism, in order to be um, to get sometimes get great guests, to get a list Japanese guests, you sometimes have to. That would probably be mean selling yourself a little bit more corporate wise. See, an anime sort of does that, and they get great guests. Anime North was founded as a fan-run convention, and, they, and it is something that they steadfastly hold, they steadfastly held for the, all these 10 years. And the, what the audience member pointed out, and it's Vince, and by the way, it's Vince, who's usually um, one, of, uh, one of Neil's posse. He, uh, he, uh, and he's usually, with, uh, usually around, watches all these shows, Anime North is a fan-run convention, and they, and, you know, they don't want to be uh, a corporate convention. And I think that's actually a, a that, that the stance that they've usually taken is they don't want to get too corporate. And I know we got into a discussion of this as um, sometime about uh, about Anime North's ballooning size, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you give a thought. If the fans don't really, if they keep our going up, it's because we're doing something right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and yes, you should take a look at the guests, but we'll have to wait till next year before we give final judgment on that. Hopefully, something can come of it. Mm-hmm. They have companies coming to the convention, so it's only a matter of getting them at the right time and seeing if they can help in attaining a guest and how that would be worked. Yeah. So, but for what it's worth, um, as tiring as the weekend has been, been it's still been like I've been, I, I've had a quite a lot of fun doing it uh, even even with the frustration a wild a night. wild ride right? especially the wild <laughs> ride that was friday night doing the doing um the original version of episode 21 here yes but um are we gonna know. go over the topics for what we're gonna discuss no no um i only want to go with one topic and because we brought it up it was quite a topic when we brought it up last uh, last night well to those of you who are in the audience um we talked a lot at length about and i'm not going with script this time we talked a lot at length about um, manga rentals and manga cafes, but we focused a lot more on the manga cafe side of it, especially since it had started to come out that, um, and we'll put the links to this, uh, that a good chunk of them seem to house a lot of, a, a good amount of, youth, of homeless youth. Probably because of, um, probably because of, you know, a lot of them attribute this to um, the known high cost of living in Japan, and then on top of that, um, the low paying wage, low paying entry level wages in terms of in terms of work. Because of uh, when you combine those two factors, they can't afford, you know, real a good home. They can't afford an apartment. Kind of so, wonders where they're going when you think of it that way. But to say the least, we went on the one tangent. Remember, Mike, 
saying that it just won't happen in North America. Yeah, like, we, were, we were wondering about it because we wondered about it always in North America, right? Because you, as we were saying, there's a certain authority that if even in a club district, for example, in a North American city, there are certain standards that have to be followed. And if those standards, if it gets like really deteriorated, like people vomiting on the streets or something like that, they start clamping down like that. Yeah. So there's a real watchful eye on what's going on in certain places. And I'm sure in Japan that's happening as well. It's just now they're taking a look, a closer look at the very least, at these manga cafes. I'm not sure what this article is going to have an effect on certain people in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have any other thoughts going around? Mohammed? Angela? Well, it's worth mentioning that uh, you can stay at a manga cafe overnight for around uh, $15 Canadian in Japan. Yeah, roughly. Roughly that. So uh, for a young person who's out of luck, out of work, can't go home, it is it, whether or not they have an interest in manga, it is the place to go, just to sleep. So, so. You, get that, you get something like that. I mean, the thing is, what, what bringing it all up, it's about control. The, uh, well, how much controls do you see in, you know, there aren't many controls in, um, maybe not in Japan, I don't know. The thing is, you're right. Our, our, the controls here just wouldn't allow for such a thing to, to happen. No, not that's, too many not, that's not business. to say there aren't controls in Japan. What I was saying was it'll be intriguing to see where it goes from this article. Oh, yeah, but what there's next? many. But I'm not sure that's going to happen because there are many other pressing concerns in Japanese politics that other people are dealing with right now that just aren't going to make this a top priority. Yeah. It's like many other things. Mm-hmm. And with the homeless situation in Japan in general, it's a much bigger situation. It's not just kids in manga cafes. It's whole communities of people. Like, I saw them when I was in Japan. Just endless communities of little blue tents with people living by the river. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, stretching on sad, and on and on. Which is kind of... And you saw this in Japan, right? Yeah. Oh, it was depressing. Yeah, it was kind of rough. Mohammed, hey, give us a thought, at least. I mean, there's not much I can really say about this. I mean, uh, obviously it's depressing, and they're in a horrible situation. I mean, with the, uh, what's going on over there. But, I mean, from a North American's point of view, I mean, from us here in North America, it's, pick any other country anywhere else. I mean, there's tons of horrible things happening in the world, but we look at it and say, oh, that's a shame. We should be doing something. Then we go back to our daily lives. We look at Japan, the homeless situation. Oh, we should be doing something. It's not up to us, though. Exactly. The one thing, though, I wonder on is then you go it into the thing when you say how much it, is working yeah. poor and how much are just don't have a job at all, are sure. actual homeless people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was probably interesting. And I, that brought up a... And what made you... And remember um, when we talked with... Uh, when Matt Greenfield did his ADV panel earlier to, today, mm-hmm. he actually brought up an interesting fa- fact that kind of ties in nicely, and that's entry-level animators. In Japan. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. We all know that they make piss-poor wages when it comes to en- entry-level wages for the animators and stuff like that. And then when you look at the North American side of it, you see all those kids. They're going to Sheridan College and all these other fine animation institutions, which are great places. But then when they get into the working world, they get a higher wage. Some of them are in unions, and they get paid like tons and tons of money. Mm-hmm. to make these movies that are so great technically, but when it comes to story and other elements, they can't pay for that. So then the movie fails. Yeah. And it's a sad thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. And so as we were talking about, remember, Mike, that we said they're not paying the people. They're paying basically to make the best 
package possible in Japan. Yeah. It's not about just that one element. <coughs> mm-hmm. The sad part, the number that, um, the number that was cited was about $10,000. They yeah. com- comparable to $10,000. That's how US, much. US, by the way. Yeah, just so, you know, that's about 10100 here. Um, who knows? Maybe they're getting ideas from the manga cafes while they're staying there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was just, like, as I said, that was kind of rough to listen to. I mean, you just, like, okay, tragedy, yeah, that's overstating it. Shrug your shoulders. That's what we, that, that, that's just probably just the regular reaction. I mean, this is kind of, but this is just one of those thing, one of those disenfranchised, another notch in that disenfranchised youth thing, I guess. Well, I, I, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, like I was just going to say, like, I don't know. Like, there's certain things in society, like we have tax cuts and we have certain things where people can get money back if they're in a certain bracket. Like, I'm not sure how it works in Japan with certain things to make everyone that don't have as much get a little more. Yeah. And I'm intrigued to see how that would be affected mm-hmm. at the moment and where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I if any. Know. Yeah, it's I'm, not much. Money. I'm just saying, I mean, on the government's point of, uh, on the government's, um, like, you know, watch, I mean, this is happening under their watch. I mean, shouldn't the government say, oh, well, we have this giant epidemic of homelessness in our country. And our country, as an, ec- as an economy, is doing pretty good, I'm assuming, right, the Japanese economy? I think it's been pretty good lately. Uh, exactly. I mean, uh, an economy that is doing that well, yet we have homeless people everywhere. And we're doing, and it's a pretty good economy. Shouldn't we be doing something about it as a government? I mean, if, if, this, if this kind of epidemic were to happen in... I don't know, say a, 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 a populous uh, North American city, I'm pretty sure the government would step up and do uh, something about it. I don't know. Sure like some, some, a lot of North American cities have failed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say their but, I mean, names, but I'm just no, saying it's I, I understand the feeling and all, but I mean, we, it, it's undeniable that there is homeless people everywhere. But mm. I mean, the government itself tries to at least do something with charities and money givebacks and shelters and stuff like that and donating money to shelters and stuff like that can japan do something similar but also look at what they are they're an archipelago they have only so much space they have way more people than say canada which has tons of land and few people Mm -hmm. so it's a totally different story so land is at a premium and you look at the real estate market here it's flaming just look at over in japan the highest standard of living in tokyo just to get land, food, and everything. And because they have so many people, you only can pay them so much, yet they have to pay for all the stuff just to live, which is kind of a sad fact. It's a double-edged sword. True, true. Yeah, how big is the economy like, in proportion to Canada's? I mean, that, but, uh, I think that's just throwing a question number in the two in the G8, is, I believe? I thought it was number two in the G8, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, we're just throwing out a thought, though. Like, you know, proportionately, right? Yeah. On a percentage basis. So, that, but that, that was bringing up a good point. And, mm-hmm. you know, but that, that, as I said, that, that, like, it's an anime thing, but it, it just brings up an even bigger problem. So, that was, like, a well, big part of it. I have an interesting statistic related to that, that there's a million more people living in Tokyo alone than there is in all of Canada. Mm. And it's just crazy, the competition for space, for jobs there. Like, I, I can imagine why there's so many homeless people yeah, there. Yeah, it's just, that's just the way, I mean, sadly, that's kind of the way. I mean, it, I'm, I'm just wondering, I mean, Japan as a whole, right? I mean, not everywhere is urban. There are rural areas. There are the mountainous sides and the farms and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. It, wouldn't the idea of expansion 
come into mind? The real the question government? I have, but the thing is, you can't I, do. I mean, is is every square inch of Japan being taken over by people? Um, the thing is, I think a lot of I mean, a lot of those square inches are unlivable because it's mainly just, mountains. Yeah, you gotta because remember they're in a mountainous area, and it's not like they can pull a Montreal or a Hong Kong and somehow make land from the sea on certain parts. You know, what I mean, like they've done with islands, man-made islands, and things like if that. They can, if they can create a Japan too, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But there's the thought. Uh, uh, it was. It was. It, the thing is, it, it was. If we don't have to say like, it wasn't you know anything damning or tragic or whatever. Oh, okay, it still s- sucks to hear. But it is interesting food for thought when we hear it, heard about all this. I think we talked about it and on a final note of it. I just like to say at least we know of a place. Hopefully that is safe that we can have cheap accommodations when we go to Japan, <laughs> other than the youth hostel, which are supposedly really good. Yeah. So at least you know. What do you? <laughs> At least it's good for short term. Maybe that's all it should be. Anyway, that's a that's that's a, that's that thought. The other side of the argument we always talked about was manga rentals. We talked long about you know libraries or do we think it'll work? Like such a thing will work? And I guess I guess when we can come back to the whole high density, the high dense population arguments, mm-hmm. saying why probably like and the whole mentality of ownership. Will a manga rental work? Because this in light of the fact that maybe I hate to tell be. you, Mike, but. I thought about last night, and you know um, the idea in Japan, you have all the magazines, right, of the mangas and stuff like that, and how they'll read through them on the uh, bullet train or the subway, Mm -hmm. and then they'll leave it, and the next person will pick it up, and the next person, and the next person. So then it makes you wonder, if they have seen certain series and read them in the magazine, why are they going to rent it? At a place, why not just buy it straight yeah, up? Yeah, like you know what I mean. The graphic novel. That's what I was starting to wonder. Any thoughts on that from you guys? I was just wondering that. Yeah, like the purpose of the, having the graphic novel put out after the magazine is so that you can like own, buy it, and own it, like buy the series that you like so much in the magazine at higher quality ink, higher quality paper. Yeah, There's it, no real reason to rent it when you can just pick it up on a train and, and read it for and, free. And for the most part, that's the mentality of the me- of the mediums now, both DVD and. And um, and manga and, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not as much a stretch, nearly as much a stretch with manga because it's not that much. Mm-hmm. Well, manga is extremely cheap in Japan. Ma- manga is even like we get it at ten dollars a pop, and most of us are willing to pay for that. Yeah, they get it at four sixty. So not even five bucks. Mm-hmm. Right, not even uh, like five dollars there. So you know, um, I, and the, and rental is what a dollar. Yeah, one hundred yen. Yeah, a, a yen I, a day. I, I just don't see. It. Yeah, a hundred yen. A okay, day. maybe the only thing that may work make it work is you know. No place to no place to put it mm-hmm. uh, the, because of the high because of the dense population. But that's just a thought. Um, yeah. So there's that thought on uh, you know manga rental on manga rental. But places. we were talking about remember we said about libraries and stuff like that, and then we talked about the space issue again. It's like you only have so much in a library, and considering how much manga is out in Japan, just physically, that. Just it would be impossible to put all of that into a library yeah. and yeah. set up a system that way, and that this could be their solution. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's going to just go up and be successful because it comes back to the magazine issue I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you. I mean, uh, you guys are saying a lot about space, space in general. I'm just wondering, just me personally speaking, in in, J- in Japan, is there like any ongoing construction to further the space, like small stuff? Something that might happen, you know, like underground tunnels or cabinets wow. or an underground city <laughs> of some kind. 
The wow. only thing I would suggest... Now we're, now we're getting into sci-fi anime, aren't <laughs> the we? The thing I would suggest on it is probably do something online, but most people have not been favorable to reading their manga online. Mm-hmm. They still want the physical form, and we've oh, talked we about that before. Um, I think most of us do. I mean, yeah. I'll say this in, this much right now, um, like just, on, just as a quick caveat. I've been, I've been reading... Pay, uh, I do read uh, Mega Tokyo online nowadays. Volume 5 came out this week, and, you know, looking... Hearing through it first, first it felt good to hold a book. Mm-hmm. Second, the resolution is just so nice. the 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 detail was so clear just looking on the paper there. And okay, maybe it's not an original, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it looked so nice to. It felt so clear, so bright to read off of a page, off of paper, as opposed to a computer screen. Mm-hmm. So, and and you can feel that you can see in in many ways. I guess you know. Feel that detail, yeah. When you when you see it on paper, you don't see that on on a, on a computer screen, and that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. That's part of the experience. I mean, read. That, that that also brings the case. I mean, not everyone has a computer to read it online. That thing, that that's the big. And, and there are people out there who have older computers that might not load as fast or <laughs> might crash. And we know how often that happens. Yeah, yes. it does enough. But there's that there's that thought. So, but I think we went on to North America, and we figured. And end, we all wondered it wouldn't, about these it in wouldn't North America. Come, so. It wouldn't come over due to libraries, but it may go in smaller communities. And we but talked about Co- we talked yeah we yeah. talked yeah. about Koreatown yeah, and, and Toronto. It does work out, and it, does, it may it may work out there because the population there the mm-hmm. is you know accustomed to it already. Mm-hmm. So you have them in like, Koreatown and here in, here in Toronto. You have them in northern Chinese in the northern Chinese um, community or the Chinese communities in the northern yeah. areas of Toronto. Those are the, you will see them, mm-hmm. but it's kind of already ingrained there, or, th- and certainly the and certainly the uh, population, the audience is already there for that. Right? I was thinking that the only way that um, manga rental cafe it, for English language manga could work it, here in Toronto, say, is if it was put together as a purely social thing, like as a place, as a club, sort of as a place where you could go and read manga, and there's a cafe there, there's bubble tea, there's people in maid costumes, you know. <laughs> You might as, as well do the whole smorgasbord while you're all mm-hmm. at it. It's, it's got to be like the only way saying, you could do an, it. An extension of an anime store. Like, here's an anime store, here's the cafe next to it, and oh, oh they have manga you can rent. A giant yeah. plaza of anime. Yeah, like yeah. as a place for anime fans to go and meet. Or, yeah. But and the next yeah. thing you know, we'll have a giant anime mall. Yeah. Where every store sells something different. Hmm. It would be awesome, though. I'm, I think it's, I I'm think not it's sure if it would Broadway, be too. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not sure if we'd be too niche to do that. If they'd be able to yeah, actually yeah, get people the because thing. the it's reason is we look at the one maid cafe we've just talked about previously, and the big thing that's probably going to live or die by is probably the food because the novelty will le- wear off mm-hmm. after a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it has to survive on the food alone. Yeah, but there it is, and that's in the North American market and that's in context. The American but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, I mean, the Maid Cafe thing. You know, as I said, in a couple, in a week or so, we'll talk to. Uh, I'll be talking with the owner, and we'll and time will and you know the long term will tell how how well it survives and how well it may or may not expand. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave. You know, but those are all nice little nuggets to talk about, and I guess mm-hmm. I guess we nicely used up the twenty minutes we thought we'd use up. Anyway, um, hopefully this makes up for everything that happened. Um, like I said, most of what we recorded last night, the, like the the main most of the show is basically not worth putting up and is pr- pretty much lost to lost. Yeah. So except for the last segment, um, give me. Uh, we'll be back in a minute uh, and we'll pre and we'll set that up. 
at the signal it will be the 1st of January 2007 in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Wait a minute. It isn't the year 1900. Oh, that's it. I'm going back to Linux. Eber's Choice now, after six years of intensive work, is now Y2K compliant, with many thanks to the helpful debugging staff at Macrosoft. Eber's Choice. For anime and manga discussions and reviews, check me out at eberschoice.podomatic.com or look for me in the iTunes directory. Eber's Choice. Not just an anime freak, but setting the standard as well. So officially, this is it. Um, this is my last recording from Anime North. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm glad that we had a chance to at least try this again, guys. Um, but as I said, most of the show was a wash, washout, except for when Norm, came, uh, Norm McAvoy, the uh, assistant um, programming head, came by and uh, had a few words. So um, as, we leave you t- as we leave you tonight, um, we're going to replay what would have been Final Insults in, uh, in version 1 of episode 21. Hope you enjoy it, folks, and have a good night. There we go. Well, I'm listening a little bit to the recording of this of the episode to this point, and I just realized I'm not surprised to find out that James's voice wasn't amplified properly. And now, and I look good, take a good look at the microphone, and I realize his microphone is pointed the other way. Who put together the uh, setup tonight when uh, when I was uh, when I had my back turned? Must be an engineering student there. Been, That's oh, all I got to say. Thanks. I am not to blame. And, and you know, testing. and the sad part is we have to keep most of what we kept. So, um, you know, uh, it, so I, I apologize for that in advance, and we'll get it right tomorrow night. But look who's come to salvage the show. Uh, Norm McAvoy is here. So let's just all together now. Norm. Norm. So. Um, <laughs> I never watched Cheers, and I always wonder why people did that when I walked in a room. You know, well, so, you have that type of presence. Yeah, thanks, but. thanks, my mother. She named she named me that. Yeah, so. well, how you doing there, folks? This is from Anime North. Everybody have a good time, huh? Oh boy, he's he's come to try and save us. That's right. <laughs> I am your savior. I am your role model. Don't you forget it. <laughs> You're getting ready for the wrestling I, tomorrow. I'm, impre- I'm impressed because he's been up. Uh, how much sleep did you get last night? How much sleep did you get last night? Sleep? Pretty good. I got about six hours, more, which wow. is not more than I'm going to get the rest of this week. Yeah, that's probably that's probably as good as it'll get. That that comes to being a shift worker for almost thirty years. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I understand that concept though. Yeah, well, I, considering where I work, say, you know, it's been most of my night, my a lot of my nights in the steel plant. So mm-hmm. you can tell by this T-shirt here. Yeah, you can describe it to the folks at home. That's it where says, I work. <laughs> Coke ovens death row. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's, that's, at the old uh, at the old uh, steel plants in, you know, in Hamilton, no down right? And more down and dirty where I am. But yeah. anyhow, we're here at Anime North, Canada's premier well, fan run convention. Uh huh. Number four, or number three. Well, depending on who you ask, the folks down if you ask the folks down in Texas, you know, they'll tell you they're number three. But then again, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> including, <laughs> including the outhouses. But that's another story. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, I want to give everyone a, 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 a give a sense of who uh, Norm, uh, Norm McAvoy is. He's the um, assistant 
programming head. Assistant head of programming uh, uh, here at Anime North, and he's been this way, and it's been this way for all the entire 10, 11 years. This show has been, been going right pretty much. So he's a, he's a lifer, man. And I yeah, and I've done a lot of other stuff. I seem to do a lot of other stuff at this con. If any of you are familiar with the Mikado, you know, uh, I'm Puba. Yes. Lord High, everything else. Yes. I mean, I mean, as the head of programming, I, I end up running everything else throughout the year and mm -hmm. getting ready for the con. Yeah, and with, uh, along with a lot helping of out with volunteers. a lot of other stuff. You, uh, how much you, how much do you see with the pro wrestling tomorrow? I'll probably get a get a look in. I talked with them tonight. I've seen some of it. That's going to be a pretty good show. Uh, they got a bunch of good guys there, uh, good young guys, a lot of gimmick matches. They're mm -hmm. also going to have uh, some big name stars like. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh yeah, the, a bunch of TNA stars are, are coming yeah. out. So Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and the hike, the hardcore icon Raven. Raven, yeah. So three good, three very well known wrestlers are pretty good. Big names for the yeah, yeah, this is yeah. yeah. These are these are big names in in professional wrestling generally generally speaking. Yeah, so yeah, out there, you know what I'm talking about already. Uh, yeah, maybe next year they get some more. If you've never Joe. seen, oh yeah, that would be a dream. Yes, and if you've ever seen like AJ Styles, I, I've seen like the very first time I saw him in a match. Mm -hmm. This guy was like, it, it, I, I, my jaw just dropped when I saw him in the reason, match. The reason they call him phenomenal. Yeah, uh, he he um, he did, yeah he he lives up to the billing. I I, I haven't felt I I like over the years when I saw him Eddie Guerrero for the first when I oh, saw him for the first time when I saw him fa face um. Dean Malenko. I oh, saw them. They had a phenomenal. series back in, in, in like years ago in WCW. Phenom, phenomenal. Kenny uh, Guerrero, huge star. Not just in America. He was in America, but in Mexico and in Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very apt name to bring up in the, in the Japanese uh, convention because yeah. he was just huge. Him, Malenko, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Just, it, just three. Guerrero is missed. You know that, oh. man. Well, unfortunately, that's that's one of the sad facts of not just wrestling, but in life. Poor mm -hmm. Eddie, he went through a, he went through a lot of hardships. He uh, did a lot of things he shouldn't have, and he cleaned up his act. He got his life back together, and it's still for, yeah. Fortunately, it's fortunate he did because at least he was at peace. It sounded like that, he would be at peace. At, oh, that, when, that's that's when, a when that really good thing came. to see about that. Yes, it's very sad, but at least the man found the measure of redemption before he passed away mm -hmm. too far too soon, like too many in the uh, wrestling business. Yeah. It's kind of sad, though. I mean, he was just like he, was, but that one really stuck out when it happened last year. So at least you, but that should be pretty cool. Let's see um, the ZZ concert. I have to ask about that just quickly. Well, that's that's looking to be pretty pretty big. That's being held tomorrow afternoon. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the folks from Avix. Yeah, they, they gave us his name, and they uh, found a place for 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 the, the, them in our schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, that's good. that's gonna be pretty good. If you get your lineups for it, yes, get the lineup and they, fast and, for it. And I keep saying this: they wrote the fight song for the Japanese national team at the World Cup last year. Okay, yeah. And if you look to your right, James is wearing yeah. the uh, Japanese national team uniform. So uh, you should get that signed. You should get that signed or something. Okay, yeah, that'd be an idea. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate, but well, the only thing I think I think that they get a kick out of seeing. The only thing I remember the World Cup where I. Uh, where I work, that's always a big deal, especially mm -hmm. all the Italians there. I remember the one year uh, they were all set for a big celebration there, and uh, Brazil won. <laughs> and then we're glad they and did. Boy, I don't know about boy, that. I do not know about and that. Boy, did we ever write them at work about it. Oh, man. But then we paid for it a few years later. We can't uh, didn't do so well in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> the World Cup, yeah. It's, uh, that's that's another spot. Soccer's a real big sport in Japan, too, and you mm -hmm. see a lot of... Uh, Anime about that. Uh, Captain Tsubasa. So Captain Tsubasa is probably the most famous. The big, most famous. Mm -hmm. Then there's that, the masquerade, and that's going at an earlier time this year. Uh, yeah, well, they wanted to try it at five o'clock this year because 
the same folks are also put on the uh, mass grade ball. Mm-hmm. And that's, we tried that out last year, and uh, that was just such a big hit that we had to move it upstairs. I mean, we still got the uh, J-Pop dance, which is the high Yeah, and that'll, be, and that'll be inside the TCC this year. That'll That's be inside right, the Congress Holly. Center instead of upstairs. Right at, no, right after the uh, DZ concert, it'll mm-hmm. be held, and held there in the, big, in the big warehouse. That's a good place for yeah, it. Lots a, of room, lots of room do. to I mean, I, we step, I stepped in there earlier, so the space is good. Mm-hmm. Space is good. Feels like a club. Yeah, does feel like a club in there. Yeah, well, the hotel really loves that we're having that formal ball here because that's their kind of event. Yeah, and uh, that's well, that's actually a ballroom, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. So they're they're happy. Uh, not too much to set mm-hmm. that up. So yeah, that, it's like that's the whole thing. We want to make everybody happy, give everybody a shot. You know, chance. Lots of stuff yeah. to do here. It's a it, yeah. it is very much a festival. It isn't just oh, like, it's a party. It is very much a festival here. Well, I know Sunday's going to be my big event there. I help. Yes, Mechyard Mac- Wars. Mechyard Wars, yes. along with our resident. Me- well, Dr. Stevenson is not a mad scientist. He's just, <laughs> he's just disgruntled. Oh, great. So he has a, he has a fun, I think he sees Mechiard Wars now as a, uh, experiment in, in the works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an, uh, experiment in controlled chaos. Oh, that should work out fine. And he has, he has a fun time with that one. Okay. You know what? Boy, we're, and we're running out of time and we could talk to you for hours, you know. Okay. Well, all I can say is come out, have time, support the anime, you know. It's you support like, everything that happens here. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Fan, for the fans, by the fans, with the fans. So, James, Mo, uh, Angela, okay. is there anything you guys are looking forward to tomorrow? I mean, I know Angela has to stay in the artist alley. Hope yeah, it's going to get busy. To the biggest day of Anime North. So hopefully it'll be big for you. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff I want to sell, so hopefully it'll go well. She'll be in the. She'll, she'll just uh, check her out. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mo. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, I have a ton of friends who I used to go to high school with who you know love anime. It's the first year going to a uh, con, and they're all showing up Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's going to be tons of people here. Sunday, or Saturday, biggest day I'm in North. All right. James? Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Ah, you also shoot the breeze. Oh. Well, among other things, tomorrow I'm going to, I somehow been pegged to be the judge for the Cutie Honey Costume Contest. Great. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I hate to ask, is the prize the Lunchbox that Special Edition? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to ask. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to ask. It's a good lunchbox, though. Okay. Lunchbox and cutie honey, I'm not that going should, there. That should work out fine. Well, that's what I, <laughs> well, I think one of the reasons they picked me is because I've seen all the various versions of the show and, the, and, and that, so I know I am quite familiar with the show and the OVA, mm-hmm. so that's one reason I got picked. Okay. Um, Norm, really Hold quickly, up. do you mind if I ask a question? Um, I don't know if uh, people know this, but there was a special, uh, special auction for a dinner with the uh, guests. Norm, you wouldn't happen to know where that special dinner is being held, do you? Well, it's over and done with now, so... Well, I mean, uh, where, where it was being held. I mean, did they, did they just drive the people around? Uh, they, was it being held in the hotel here or somewhere else very special? No, in, a, in another restaurant that they made reservations at. Fancy? Yeah, pretty good one. Hey, if you're going to pay uh, close, give or take $100, probably even more. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, we you've did, earned we, it. You've earned it. No, we didn't take it to McDonald's with the guests. That's what he means. It's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty good place yeah. yeah but that's that's all on tap for so there you go that's how it looks for Saturday and yeah. tonight and at the end of it all we'll be here as well to tape once again in the con suite uh, episode twenty two will be taped here at nine p.m. Um, if for no, join us for that if for no other reason uh, for the appearance of Neil of our own Neil Sinclair if you haven't heard him in our past episodes you owe it to yourself to at least see this guy around the table if for no other reason he may be drunk. And a sober version of him is fun enough. Imagine him after a Long Island iced tea. But in the meantime, 
Feedback is always appreciated. Roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. Drop us a line, especially if you want to tell us we suck. Marriage proposals are being accepted. However, we must inform you that Angela is taken. James and Mohammed are very much available. www.animeroundtable.com is our website and blog. You can browse through past episodes, read comments, and leave your own. And once again, we hope to have the end. Oh, just so you know, I hope to have this episode up for better or for worse at 6 a.m. Uh, boy, it's going to be a long night trying to figure out what to, to put in. in. In any event, before we get to Saturday, we have to finish up Friday. So uh, just quickly, anyone have a, 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 a... You can defer tonight, but does anyone have a final insult? Just quickly. Yes. Watch the skies! Watch the skies! <laughs> yeah, I have one. Go ahead. Um, I'm sitting here in my Lady Oscar uniform from The Rose of Versailles with some very good news about my favorite anime. Uh, Toy has announced that next year Rosa Vers- there's going to be a new Rosa Versailles anime, a movie. So I hope everybody will look forward to that as much as I am. Ooh. Please watch it. James, Mohammed, e- either one of you can defer, you know. Mm. He's going to defer. Mohammed's going to defer. He has none. Yeah, James? Well, um, remember I said I had an interesting story I talked to you about, Mike? Uh, what's that? Remember I said, well, I was actually at my uh, brother-in-law and he was having his birthday. And a friend of his went to San Francisco. And so we went the week before and it was for the Star Wars thing. He said it was, I guess, the first test showing of the movie or something like that. Some random fact happened in San Francisco. So we went to the building in San Francisco to see it. And he was the only crazy lunatic there. And so you wonder, who is in that building now? The whole exterior, everything is the same from the 1970s. You go in, who's in there? What anime or manga company, what Japanese company do you think is there in San Francisco? I think Viz, but... It is Viz. Okay. It is Viz. Thank you. And so he said they were kind of a little amused when... What is room? Engineering student, right? Yeah. Well, hey. Business, actually. Doesn't really matter. Business, actually, so he may actually be excused. I can do whatever I want. Anyway, but... um, Finish up. Funny enough, yeah, Viz is in there, and so instead of getting a crazed Naruto or Bleach fan, they got a Star Wars fan instead. Oh, great. And he was the only one, of course, and they're just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So it's like, this used to be a theater? Who knew? Oh, great. So that's it then? Uh, Well, I'll tell you mine. I'll give you mine. So last year, I had uh, at a, and I questioned the wisdom of my best friend's curiosity. Um... You see, he's not really an anime fan, but he wanted to come out and see what the anime con looked like. He's seen a few anime shows, he's a Star Wars fan, and he actually did pass by Fan Expo uh, at the convention center the year before. But I'm not sure he should have come by to check Anime North, at least without me warning him, which I didn't. So after we met up and had dinner, we came down to the Double Tree to soak in the atmosphere, and I put a stopwatch to this to see when he gets surprised. And for reference, that ended up happening at the 6 minute 50 second mark, when we saw our first cross-dressing cosplayer. <laughs> and if that didn't do it, chances are walking by the then-not-so-pleasant-smelling video rooms a minute later would. Yeah, I put the fans in. Yeah, right, yeah, you, you know. got it right this year, though, you know. <laughs> he'll be visiting again sometime tomorrow for lunch, and I'll have my stopwatch ready again. And I, but this time, I think he'll last longer. Uh, the over-under, by the way, is 8 minutes, 15 seconds. And I think, but I think he'll go way over. And that's it. And good night, Mr. Calabash, wherever you are. Yes. Enjoy the Saturday. We'll see you at the end of it. Good night. <laughs>